I want to take out the part where I laugh. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people are afraid of death. <laughs> That's sad because everybody dies. Everyone. Literally. Hey, welcome back. It's Ludwin. I'm your friendly neighborhood widow. I am super pumped to get into Next of Kin. It is a two episode series and we talk about two things that you don't love to talk about. That's death and that's money. I get to do this with my sister, Randy Vieru, who you may know as the female trucker from Meet the Truckers, um, the channel on YouTube. If you don't, be sure to subscribe. You'll have the information on my social media. So before we get started, turn up your volume for the reading of the warning label. Warning! Subscribing to this podcast can expose you to segments and conversations about love, loss, physical and emotional abuse, mental health, and resilience. This podcast contains raw and unfiltered thoughts and feelings from a domestic violence surviving widow. The side effects may be unexpected anger, inspiration, self-esteem boost, and laughter so strong you may pee your pants. An open mind and a change of undergarments are suggested, but not required. And if you need to, please consult a therapist before listening. Thanks for joining. I mean, I'm not saying that I was always comfortable with talking about death. Uh, And it's funny because even when someone's like, oh, you like wrote a book about death. And I'm like, no, about widowhood. I I wrote a book about what happens after death. And I kind of defend that. Like, it's a bad thing even if if I had written a book about death. So what, right? Um, I know that some people don't feel ready. They don't feel ready to talk about it. They don't even feel ready to go. They feel like maybe they haven't made the impact that they want to make on the world. And, um, maybe they're worrying about their loved ones. I don't know. I think that that's what makes people afraid to talk about death, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't think that anyone should, um, live in fear of death they should live on purpose knowing that they're going to die if that makes sense but what do you mean on purpose right because if you if i think back about my very first moments as a widow it only made me afraid and 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 it could be just like a like a broken mindset at the time but it, you know, your your spouse passing or anybody close to you passing, actually, in my life, it, it heightens my awareness of my humanity. And, and it just makes me feel like, oh man, like this person's life was cut short. Whether it's a self, you know, decision that they made themselves or whether it's an accident or even with old people sometimes. You know, some people, an older person passes and they're like, oh, it was their time. And I'm like, okay. But it's just a lot of lives in that one moment is just kind of put on pause or affected. And and then now I'm like, oh, we're human. And then you just reminded that. I don't know. It's this weird thing. To me, anytime that I come across, you know, a loss, I never actually lost anyone that close to me. So, but... Anytime that I hear about a loss, it just reminds me to live in my purpose. Like I, I have to live for my happiness because the other person can't do that anymore. It's kind of, um, 
a reminder to not take anything for granted. I, I don't want to continue to give excuses because we don't know when our last day is going to be. Obviously, we all want to make it to old age and pass away in our sleep next to our partner that we spent the last 60 years with. But, you know, it's not always the case. Sometimes things get hard. People take their own lives. Sometimes you get up one morning to go to work and you don't make it. You go to school. You, you're you just walking from church. Like, it's those are things that happen. And it just reminds me that we have to be aware that death is a part of life we have to we have to seek to 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 live out our dreams we we can't we can't just we can't continue to live the same way every time that we're faced with death because it's just a reminder that we have less and less time the rest of the time not that we're not aware of it But the rest of the time, you don't sit there in that awareness. You don't live every day in that awareness because in some personalities, in some humans, it can be crippling. And I think that's just, it may be a lack of knowledge, right? It's it's certainly a lack of knowledge because I know, and it's fun because I want to have this conversation here with you today because you have a great amount of knowledge on how to these little details, these little things that are really scaring us. Cause I don't think it's the being gone because you're gone. I think there's, it's the other things we talked about, right? Like the leaving family behind and all of these things. Um, in my marriage, we didn't live in that awareness. Not really. I think that we led a very unprepared life. I think that, um, like I wasn't even, I wasn't even prepared for a breakup. I was just, you know, you're just like, even with all the details I've shared before in the other episodes, like I can't tell you that there was a time where I looked at my savings and I was like, hmm, yep. If, if one day I have enough, this is my I have enough funds. I didn't even have those I have enough funds, right? And um, and I think that, you know, being the spouse of somebody who's been in the armed forces, you have a little bit of like discussion, this thing that you don't really have to worry about because you know that you sat in a room before and you had to, you know, sit there and sign your name as the executor of a will. And, and it's so silly because you're 20 somethings and you're signing it and, and you're sitting there, you're like, well, my spouse is not, you know, deploying anytime soon anymore. They're done with their deployment. They work at home now. Like you're not worried. You're thinking every morning you're going to make a sandwich and the empty bag, you know, the empty box is going to come home you're going to wash it. You're going to go to the zoo and you know, like you're just going to live it out and be old and you're never going to use that fund. Although like, the way that our everyday was sometimes, I should feel like this was a possibility. But even so, there was no contingency plan if he ever actually went through and moved forward with taking his own life. Um, We never tackled that hard conversation together. I never wanted to be the enabler to say like, let's talk about your passing because I know that sometimes you talk about leaving me. So I was never going to bring up that conversation. We kind of kept it cute, right? It's like, oh, my funeral, like some things that he would say to me. One thing that he's repeated to me over and over again and and it was kind of in my head is that he's, I would love for you to wear yellow to my funeral. I don't want you to be these boring widows um, when the black clothes, I want you to have a bright yellow dress because yellow is my color on you. And we thought that was cute to say. And that was our way to kind of like beautify death and make it a 
not so bad thing because we didn't know. My saving grace is that there was such tension with my in-laws that they really wanted to be responsible for his, you know, his last place of rest and all of these things. Um, and I mean, so much that I wasn't a part of it. That's for another time when I tell you about when I guest appeared at my uh, spouse's memorial. Um, but yeah, we kept it cute. We never, we never really did anything. You as a financial advisor, you are in these pre-conversations a lot. You get to explain to people, clear it out for them and say, you can still live out your everyday beautiful and you can do all these other amazing things in the awareness that one day someone is going to be there. Either it's, you know, your own family and your spouse is not going to be able to do it or whether your spouse and your family are going to have to do it. Somebody is going to be left with the bill. Who would you like to pick up the bill and how much of the of the bill do you expect them to pick up? A friend that we went to school with actually recently had a GoFundMe and one, I didn't know the person. You know, I don't always donate to it because <clears throat> I'm like, I don't know, I don't know. I just, not because I don't care. I just haven't been, and this one I connected to because of the message that he wrote. He said, this is what happened to this family. And not only did they have to mourn their son, but now they're stuck with this fat bill. And I'm like, mm, it got me. I was like, bruh, the same feeling I got when that first fat bill dropped at my door. And then as it became a red bill and final notices and I'm passing you the mic because you're the one with the answers here. Well, a lot of times, whether it's um, young couples, older couples, a lot of times, and I speak here for couples, um, Financial advising is not always part of family planning. Um, a lot of times people will go to their pastor or their rabbi and, you know, you learn how to live as a couple. You learn how to respect each other. You read what the Bible says or the any other religious book that you follow and not very often is money talked about. Would you say we usually talk about in sickness and health? For yes. better or for worse. But we never really address till death when how death, much? When <laughs> we don't we don't talk how we, much. How much? When and death, when when death does its part how many zeros are on that bill? Yeah. And it, it, it sounds very harsh, but those are things that aren't addressed. Not very often in a lot of families that um, I've heard about or that I've spoken to, it's usually one person does not want to offend the other. And at the end of the day, you have to put all that to the side because those are hard decisions that need to be made. And the sooner you make them, the easier it will be when you do have to financially be responsible, whether it is a spouse passing, a child, a parent. And um, a lot of times people aren't ready. Um, and it's, it's very simple. It's not easy, but it's very simple mm, to like be that ready. I said that. Because a lot of time we, we put pressure on ourselves, especially when it comes to money. Money is never something that people feel comfortable talking about 
either in public or even in private, in their private daily lives. People don't feel comfortable talking about money. Even their own money. Even their own money. To I mean, themselves. it's, it's, I, I, I think that a lot of times it's even harder for women to bring it up because a lot of times when you try to go after what you what you believe you deserve is seen as aggressive or you know things like that but you have to understand that you're living and you need to survive like you you can't just continue to take on things that you don't deserve and speaking of money speaking of preparedness I think that every single person, whether you're in a couple or not, whether you live with someone or you're just all by yourself in this world, I think that every single person needs to have five types of financial accounts. Five. Five types of financial accounts. Now, I know Damn. You're, you might be thinking, okay, well, I got to check it in the savings. And the way it's set up. Listen. We're supposed to be at a baby shower. I think we're really late to the baby shower. It's okay. It's until 10 p.m. We're just going to be fashionably late to the baby shower. The details of a loved one's passing is in the big conversation here. The big conversation is readiness, preparedness, because grief, it's a huge monster and it and it really kicks your butt. And the last thing you need is to try to fight this beast while also trying to figure out or have the big reminder and big dollar signs that you just lost a loved one. And it's almost unfair maybe to some people to hear this, but you are really responsible for what's going to happen after you're gone. And getting this education really, really helps me because I've been on the other end and sitting there and looking at the bill for someone that we couldn't even save. And it's harsh and it's tough. And I can't even imagine what my in-laws had to deal with when they took on his memorial and every other detail. And although there's a huge conversation about grief around that very specific topic, I do hope that they were able to get the financial guidance needed to put together the incredible memorial that they were able to put together. And I can only imagine that it was a strain for them. It doesn't have to be a strain for everyone. And this is why I'm getting the education that I'm getting from my sister and her husband. And there are many other resources that can help you with that. When you tune in in 10 days, I will have the information on my social media, which was given to me by the two of them. And if you need an extra boost on how to live your best life and and put your dreams forward, make sure to subscribe to Meet the Truckers on YouTube um, and watch male and female truckers, Alexei and Randy Vieru, travel across America and just remind us that we our days are really numbered and while being while being prepared and getting prepared, we don't want to miss out on living out our dreams. We'll talk later, okay?